Welcome to Cut the Noise This Week for November 27th, 2017. I'm Curtis Lindemann. This week, the FCC releases its decision on net neutrality entitled Restoring Internet Freedom. AWS announces its secret cloud region for the intelligence community. Microsoft releases VMware on Azure. Intel announces a security flaw in its core processors. And Uber has a data breach exposing 57 million users. Let's get started. The FCC released an over 210-page fact sheet entitled Restoring Internet Freedom the day before Thanksgiving, November 22, 2017. The net result of this action is to recommend the reclassification of internet services from utilities, which are heavily regulated, to information services, which are more loosely regulated. According to the document, the goal of this action is to encourage more innovation and greater development of the internet without what the FCC calls utility-style regulation on ISPs. While there is speculation that some states may try to impose net neutrality rules of their own, lobbyists are encouraging the FCC to block states from taking these actions. Net neutrality is the basic concept that prevents ISPs like AT&T, Comcast, Time Warner, and Verizon from speeding up, slowing down, or straight-up blocking content from providers. In 2015, activists convinced the FCC to adopt historic net neutrality rules as they claim to keep the internet free and open. The FCC will be taking its formal vote on December 14th. Standing by. Standing by. Access denied. AWS launches secret region for U.S. intelligence community. In a Computer Weekly article dated November 24th, 2017, AWS has opened a new cloud region for agencies in the U.S. intelligence community. The so-called secret region will allow U.S. intelligence agencies to run and manage applications as part of Amazon's Commercial Cloud Services, or C2S, agreement. This agreement was a result of a contract originally inked in 2013 between Amazon and the CIA and now opens it up to others in the intelligence community. As a result of this agreement, AWS becomes the first cloud provider to offer regions for all levels of U.S. government classification from unclassified to top secret. The AWS top secret region was launched three years ago as the first air-gapped commercial cloud for customers across the U.S. Teresa Carlson, vice president of the AWS Worldwide Public Sector, stated that the intelligence community has made it a resounding success and that it has allowed for more agency collaboration and has helped get critical information to decision makers faster and enables the increase in our nation's security. Microsoft releases VMware on Azure. From VentureBeat.com on November 21st, 2017, Microsoft is gunning for VMware and AWS with the announcement of two new services that are designed to let enterprises bring more workloads to Azure. It announced a beta service for its customers that runs VMware's virtualization technology on top of Microsoft's bare metal servers. This is very similar to Amazon's VMware on AWS offering and is designed to help customers move applications that rely on VMware stack to Microsoft's cloud without having to rework systems that are already in place. This special deployment will be co-located with other Azure services so that customers can connect those applications to other services within Microsoft's cloud. General availability is slated for next year. Microsoft also announced a new service called Azure Migrate, which will make it easier for people to bring VMware workloads to the cloud without using a special service. This tool will be available for free starting this week. This was all strategically released right before this week's Amazon Invent Conference in Las Vegas. 
It looks like we're about to have two 800-pound gorillas sumo wrestling in the cloud, and this can only mean good things for businesses as pricing gets competitive to attract all those new customers out there. Intel's latest core processors have serious security flaws. Engadget posted an article on November 22, 2017, in which it states that Intel has confirmed previous reports that its recent PC, Internet of Things, and server chips are vulnerable to remote hacking. The problem is with the onboard management engine, which has multiple holes that could allow remote hackers to run malicious software, get privileged access, and take over computers. The vulnerability affects 6th, 7th, and 8th generation core chips, including Pentium, Celeron, Atom, and several Xeon chips. In the worst case scenario, the vulnerabilities can allow hackers to load and execute arbitrary code outside the visibility of the user and the operating system. Intel has published a detection tool for Linux and Windows to help administrators and users detect if their systems are vulnerable. At this time, no firmware updates or patches are available. Chances are, if you own a recently manufactured PC with a Core or Pentium Intel chip, it's safe to assume you have the vulnerability. Uber paid hackers to hide a 57 million user data breach. According to an article posted on Wired.com on November 21st, 2017, Uber lost control of 57 million people's private information and hid it for more than a year. This could have potentially defied data breach disclosure laws, and they may have actively deceived a Federal Trade Commission investigation while they were actively researching an earlier breach. In a press release issued last week, Uber's newly installed CEO announced that hackers stole personal data from the company network in October 2016, including the names and driver's license information of 600,000 drivers, and names, email addresses, and phone numbers of 57 million Uber users. As bad as that all sounds, Uber added salt to the wound as it was discovered that Uber paid $100,000 to hackers to keep the breach quiet and delete the data they had stolen. As a result, it failed to disclose the hack to the public. If this all turns out to be true, the damage to Uber's brand could be irreversible, and on top of that, they could be in deep, hot water with various federal and state regulatory and legal entities for failure to disclose. Cut the Noise was recorded at Round Tower Global Headquarters in the Kenwood Tower in Cincinnati, Ohio. Audio mixed and edited by Vince Lombardo, and I'm Curtis Lindemann, this has been Cut the Noise Weekly Edition.